When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard and this is me old Mac of Venus. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. Yes, everyone, what's happening? Welcome to Beef's Golf Club. John is still away on this never-ending tour. I bet you, though, his golf is going to be so bad when he returns. But on the good news, I'm here with producer Ryan. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm good. I'm very well, thank you. We need to, first of all, just address where you are and the current setup. Uh, it's taken us a little while to log on, hasn't it? You look like you're in someone's grandmother's living room or something. Where, where are you currently in the world? Grandma's living room would probably be a much better choice than this. <laughs> I'm in the hotel room, so I'm warning everyone that you might hear my child shout uh any given time. I try to find a quiet space. The... Business center was louder than the M25, so I'm back in the I'm back in the room. I think the Wi-Fi is quite slow, and there is one really fucking annoying bird outside. <laughs> Have you uh, sort of managed to work out what species of bird we're talking? You're in South Africa, so I bet there's all sorts going on where you are, right? Yeah, it's loads. It is. It's like some bird sanctuary near the hotel. It, it goes a bit like <laughs> like that. Great. Well, if any bird experts are listening, they can identify what that is and, uh, and email in the show. That'd be great. Um, Beef, you're normally a bit more adept at finding some sort of cupboard in a hotel. Um, which hotel are you in at the moment? What's the setup? We're in a place where the official hotel is in a place called Monte Casino. So it's got a few different hotels there. Um, and they run like the shuttle service to and from the golf course so it's a wise place to be for this week and we should probably make it clear then for anyone who doesn't know I think a lot of our members will have been sort of waiting to see your name announced but you are now officially back on tour this weekend right? Yeah officially back mate first day at school today um, which I haven't seen my coach I haven't seen um, Jamie for well since Dubai yeah so yeah, um, which was which was great. It was a great day and stuff, and great like being back on the range and and stuff and working with him. So it's been good fun. But I tell you, man, it's hot down here. What's the heat saying at the moment? It's like thirty-two, thirty-three. I mean, oh. you'd fry, mate. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan was struggling in Rome at the Ryder Cup. Um, yeah, we had to keep smacking load of factor fifty on him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he started to look like a foot ice cream at one point. We had to get him in the shade. Well, mate, I'm not going to be the one who's playing potentially four rounds of golf. So how are you going to not fry? And how are you feeling about it? 
talk about like throwing yourself in the deep end as well. It's like one of the longest golf courses on tour, if not in the world. I mean, it's so long. And like the walks are so long. I played I played seven holes today and it felt like I've played 14 holes. Did it? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, so it was a good one to get straight back in at 30 odd degrees and really long walk. Um, it's Gary Player Golf Course. He loves it. He loves making the golf courses hard. He's all about his fitness. Yeah. I mean, he's given us a few hill sprints. There's a few holes where you walk over and you play over some water and there's rocks to walk over. So he's given us a balance test as well. Wow. It's not just a golf event. This is this is like a golf triathlon. A golf triathlon assault course style thing. Yeah, it's like um, Tough Mudder <laughs> times European Tour. <laughs> and a great one to come back on. I mean, so we'll come to how the comeback's been going shortly. But can you just tell everyone then what the event is this weekend? Yeah, first time back since Dubai. This is the SA Open uh, this week, which has a lot of history to it. I think, if I remember right, the sign I saw today was the 119th SA wow. Open. Yeah. So it's a pretty special event. It's cool, yeah. A lot of uh, a hell of a lot of great players have won this event. And have you played out in South Africa before a few times? What's it like playing out there? I saw uh, footage of an event from a few weeks ago. It looked like they were playing on safari. Is that what it's going to be like this weekend? Kind of. Next week, it'll be like that, Aleppo Creek. Right. This just outside of Joburg. Um, it's in a big, like, open open space, open land. A golf course is huge, honestly. Um, played here. The grass is so different. And that's one of the things, like, pro golf. When you start traveling around the world the grass changes every country you go to and stuff and they have a grass called kikuyu grass which like is really like strong and the ball will sometimes sit up on it really high like a tee really yeah 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 so it's like really different to play off to like normal sort of english i don't even know what the grass is called in england normal <laughs> english grass <laughs> i like that you know the name of the south african grass but you don't know what normal english grass is called all I know is the greens in England, they call it poa, poa grass or poa or whatever the hell it is. And sometimes it's a bit bumpy. That's all I really know. But I, it's because I've heard the commentator, Tony Johnston, and he says it. It's the kikuyu grass. <laughs> How did that go again? It's the famous kikuyu grass. <laughs> He's going to kill me for that if he finds out. <laughs> yeah, he might. Um, so, Beef, can you give everyone an update on how the comeback's been going? Obviously, it feels like forever since Dubai back in January, doesn't it? And obviously, we've been podcasting, we've been at the Ryder Cup and everything. But how has the actual training been in the last few months? Yeah, great. It's all I've literally been doing. As we said, we've missed a few episodes on the podcast because it's just been head down and been practicing a lot, playing every day. Um, I was pretty happy coming in and seeing Jamie today and not I wasn't too far away. Um, it wasn't too bad, which is great. So, you know, yeah. it, it takes a while to get back on track and stuff. And he said, like, I'm going to keep nudging you in the right direction and stuff. But the game felt pretty good. I went out and played nine holes today or seven holes today and it felt okay. So the only thing you can judge is on Thursday and Friday when the actual tournament comes, how you're going to play. It's completely different having practice to, to tournament, but we'll see how it goes. But like, most importantly, my hand feels really good. So that's the most important thing. Does it feel like you picked up where you left off in January or is there a notice? Can you feel a noticeable difference about where you were at? No, it's kind of the same thing. You just got to go and get stuck in. Yeah. And 
whether whether I hit the ball how I want to hit it or not, you just got to get the golf ball around the golf course and see if you can put a few scores in. If I come out and I hit the ball really well, I might do that. If not, it's it's all about getting the golf ball around and and trying to create a score for four days, and that's that's all that really matters. And it's the same kind of mindset going into Dubai. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be probably a bit rusty, but somewhere in my head thinks, you know, why why can't I go and have a good week as well? So let's yeah. see what we can do. How many balls have you been hitting at the range every day? Presumably not over 50 to not break Beef's Golf Club commandments, obviously. But how much practice have you been getting in? Basically, (laughs) with the hand injury, going forward, I shouldn't ever go and hit like loads of golf balls. It's kind of limited me (laughs) to 50. So the the joke has almost become real. It's actually a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I'd say literally no more, no more than 75 for me at the moment and that's like with a lot of wedge shots as well so it's it's about being consistent but yeah that rule has kind of come true in my life and have you sort of been I don't know having a bit of a comeback diet have you been eating healthy and all that or has club sandwiches still been on the menu barbecues etc what are you say, Ryan that I'm not in <laughs> optimal shape how dare you <laughs> as I started asking the question I felt nervous then yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, I've tried to look. One of one of one of the interesting things that the hand therapist said in Singapore was Well, no, actually, let me tell the truth about this. Let me tell the truth. When I was in Singapore, actually, I'll go before Singapore. I'll go before. <laughs> when I saw that guru Indian doctor, he told me I was fat. <laughs> then all the doctors in Singapore told me I was fat. Then we took we took Harley to to the doctors, the kid doctors the other day, I walked in the room and she said Oh, she looks good. And she looked at me and she went, you're fat <laughs> as well. So I've kind God. of taken the hint that maybe I should slow down on the club sandwiches and lose a bit of weight. Not because of golf. It's just because every doctor keeps calling me fat. Maybe there's some kind of beef golf club. You know, like M&S have like a um, healthy range or whatever, like a sl- like slim fast range or whatever. Maybe we need to create a club sandwich at beef golf club that is like for people who are back in training. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Maybe. Let's design it now. Let's design it now. I think okay. off the top of my head here, instead of having bread, you would have like wholemeal wraps instead. Now, I'm not quite sure how to hold it all together. Hang on, are you making like a burrito here? Or like, do you mean just like sliced ones? I don't know. I was thinking sliced in my head and then I said it and then I thought it's just going to fall apart instantly. <laughs> how, do you, how do you grab it? Yeah. <laughs> we'll come to that in a bit. Yeah, carry on. And then I take it you would just kind of take out all the bad stuff out of it the chicken's all right yeah the lettuce is okay the tomato's all right yeah just no bacon maybe just yeah maybe cut a little bit of the bacon out half the bacon or a tiny little bit less and then i don't know what you do sort of mayonnaise wise i think it's gonna have to be like a drier version of the sandwich isn't it because the mayo is what makes it so I don't know, calorific, but I guess that also makes it so good. So why would you really want this tortilla thing? Yeah, it sounds awful. <laughs> it does sound awful. <laughs> Have you managed to sample much of the food since you got to South Africa? Oh, uh, South Africa, they just love their meat here. Yeah. They love it, steaks. I, I mean, in the players' lounge today, I had a really sensible breakfast, some scrambled eggs, and I had a couple of sausages, not going to lie. Nice, yeah. Some mushrooms. And a bit of a hash brown, but I tried to leave the bread alone because I yep. could have easily eaten two or three slices of peanut butter toast as well. 
And then at lunch, I walk in, and there was there was chicken, there was pork chops, there was steaks. Mm. Or in a buffet, they love it here. Yeah, food's food's amazing here. Presumably, you could just help yourself in the players' lounge. Can you just have as much as you want, like seconds and thirds? Yeah, maybe that's a good idea as well. Asking the tour to put a limit on my food, <laughs> so no seconds or thirds or desserts. Yeah, well, we'll see. So hang on. So have you got your tea time and stuff and everything already? That usually comes on Tuesday. Fine, we're recording this on Monday, so you don't get that till tomorrow. Yeah, I should get that. I think it's tomorrow or Wednesday. I can't even remember as we're... Yeah, it's been a while. They vary sometimes. But yeah, usually Tuesday or a, or a Wednesday morning. And then, like, with your first game back, are you wanting to be in a group with people you've played with before? Or, you know, is it better... Do you want to sort of be with people that you don't know as well to sort of just shut people out? And what's the ideal first setup when you get there? Not fast. Not fast. Not fast. Never been fast. We play with just yeah anyone. It's a- anyone who plays a decent space, uh, decent speed. No slow players. How about yeah. that? No, that's fine. No really slow players. I don't fancy getting um, having a referee in a buggy driving around timing us on every shot, every time. Um, if we if we're slow, so no slow players. But anyone generally not too fast. It's just get in, get stuck in. Let's go. And have you seen a load of familiar faces today since you've been back? What was it? What was the welcome like for people? Yeah, it's always been great, man. Especially I haven't been down and played in Africa for years and coming down and a few of the guys who work on the range, they usually sort of hop around everywhere and it was nice catching up with with all them guys, all the players, all the caddies and stuff. Yeah, seeing people, it's, it's always good. Yeah, the response has been great, similar to Dubai. Um, yeah, really nice, man. And in terms of like expectations that you're setting yourself for this weekend, have you got any? Have you got a goal for this weekend? Just to see how it goes. But then, yeah. my competitive brain is like, "Come on, we can do well here." But I need yeah. to sort of rein that in and understand that I haven't played for a long time. It's exactly the same as Dubai. Like I was going into that tournament thinking, "Yeah, I could have a good finish here," but at the same time, you got to go. Well, hang on, like you haven't played for ages either, so anything could happen. So try and keep like an open mind to it, but I'll definitely be going out there trying to put some scores together and have a good finish. Hello, members of Beef's Golf Club. I'm going to let you in on a little secret about how I keep up to date with watching the golf while I'm out travelling on tour. I've been using NordVPN, which is an amazing subscription service. It allows you to change your virtual location so you can watch sports events, TV shows and films that aren't available in your region, wherever you are in the world. It's also a golfer's dream because by switching your virtual location, you can also save money on flights, hotels and subscriptions from other countries. Ideal! Not only that, it also protects your private data like bank details, passwords and online identity while you're travelling. You can also use the NordVPN threat protection feature, which can protect you from viruses and phishing sites. It's super easy to use, and it's the same price as one cup of coffee a month. One coffee! One flat white! To grab a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash BGC. This code will also give you four additional months for free on your two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. The link is in the episode description. Well, Beef, we've had a lot of messages from our members. Everyone is absolutely buzzing to see you back. Um, 
I've had a message from Malcolm Wildridge who says quite simply, how are the nerves? Do you, do you get nervous? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you get first tee nerves and like there's always holes on the golf course that can feel important at times to either make a certain putt or hit a good shot on a difficult hole, maybe over water or good if you get a good tee shot away uh, in certain yeah. places. So there's always nerves and they sort of like drift in and out as the as the round goes on. Um, you might be playing a really difficult golf course and you might play 17 holes really well and knowing a par up the last or something is going to complete that really good round and the nerves sort of ramp up at the end as well. So yeah, yeah. But generally, yeah, nerves are all right at the moment. It's Monday, so fuck it. It's good. <laughs> well, that's you again tomorrow um, before you start. <laughs> Uh, well, on a similar vein, Lisa R asks, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much pressure is there not to hit the shank gong on that first tee? That's a good question. Well, Lisa, the good news is it's a par 5, so I'll be hitting a driver. It's not like I've got to hit a 3-iron or 4-iron off the tee and worry about the dreaded gong. I'm hitting driver. If I shank a driver, by the way, Lisa, if I shank a driver on the first <laughs> hole, I'll just instantly turn around and walk back in the clubhouse. Would that be instant retirement? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Hang on, we can't say this too much. It's been a while since you've played. Come on, we can't risk this being actual, <laughs> actual retirement. <laughs> well, do you know what? You'd be excused for hitting the shank gong, I reckon, at some point this weekend, but let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, Craig Smith says, will you be playing a Beefs Golf Club golf ball off the first tee? Now, I don't think we've actually sorted you out with any Pro V1s just yet with Beefs face on, have we? But um, nice to ask the question anyway. No, I haven't been sorting any Pro Vs out. Also, I haven't even been sorting any golf balls out from Ryan either at all. <laughs> I think I've been given one ball. Yeah, that's a bit of an oversight from us, really. <laughs> we, I've been we, given one, yeah. And I know I know where it is. Dishing them out to everyone else, but I haven't actually given you any of them. <laughs> that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. I love that. I want all the listeners to have all the golf balls and then hopefully everyone else can find them. Yeah, I um I actually got invited to a corporate day thing the other day and had to play at Wentworth, which is obviously for my level of ability was absolutely shambolic. Um and I took a Beefs Golf Club golf ball with me to play off the first tee and it went straight in the bush and never saw it again. So, um <laughs> it was really bad. Um but there's there's a fair few there's a fair few out there. So, yeah. We'll we'll save for people who need them to hit them into bushes. I love that though because I reckon you're the first person at Wentworth to lose a golf ball there. You'll be the first person to lose one at Wentworth, I reckon. Yeah, that's probably true, actually. Um, I didn't realise quite how hard it was to actually play it, but I got a chance to play nine holes on the West Course, and wow, it was amazing there. What what a place. What did you think of the golf course? Well, for my level of golf, I'm used to you know paying 15 quid to play a local course, so to be able to then have nine holes on the West Course at Wentworth, I, I felt ever so slightly out of place. But um, But yeah, it was amazing. It was like, it was so beautiful there. Um, but I didn't quite realise how exclusive it was to, to actually, you can't just turn up, can you, and play? No, no, no chance. No chance to turn up and play in there. What was your best hole? I actually got a legit par on a par five, um, which I was absolutely buzzing about. I think it was like, uh, we played the back nine, so I think it was like the 15th or something. Um, it was like a long one that like curved round. It was it was really good, but I all of a sudden found my inner beef and started to... 13. Uh, uh, it might be 13, yeah. I hit a few nice shots, actually. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I turned up and someone, like, parked my car for me. Someone offered to clean my golf shoes. It was very not Beef's Golf Club, but I, it was sort of a nice experience, nevertheless. 
Do you think we should add that service? I like the idea of having a shoe cleaning service. Maybe there's some kind of like machine we could develop that um, as soon as you arrive at Beef's Golf Club, you you know, your shoes get taken somewhere, they come back polished, you know, all that sort of stuff. Still waiting on our Dyson Airblade thing to clean our shoes, aren't we? Dyson never got back in touch. So we might be some way off actually making it happen. What about valet parking? You a fan of valet parking? Well, again, mate, so someone like came up to me and they were like, hello, Mr. Bailey, can, uh, give us your keys and we'll, we'll go park it for you. I was like, wow, that's never happened before. Turn up in my like tiny little golf when there's like loads of like, you know, Bentleys around and stuff. And then, um, I swear when I got it back, someone had cleaned it. It was like absolutely mental. I couldn't believe it. What? Because it was that messy and they were embarrassed <laughs> getting in the car. Yeah. I think someone took pity. And just like and took it and just like gave it a little bit of a, gave a bit of a wash. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah, maybe we can incorporate some kind of valet service. Yeah, I'm not sure. I may have a. Com- <laughs> I might need to ask Jones if I can say this. <laughs> Jones, can I tell you about the bogey ball? <laughs> we, we, we. I may have a confession. Me and Jones, we'd had a hire car for a long time. We had a long drive. Everyone loves a little nose pick, right, in the car. Oh, no. But there was like a sort of like a car park ticket in there. So we kind of created a really disgusting childish bogey board, right? Oh, my God. But the idea was when you next fill up with petrol, you chuck it in the bin, totally forgot, and then got the car valet <laughs> somewhere. And I got there, gave the keys, got in, I was like... Oh fuck! We've left the fucking <laughs> bogey board in there. <laughs> to be fair, let's be fair. It was a decent tip. Was was this at a golf club though? Would they have known that it was you who dropped it off with the with the bogey board in there? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It was a restaurant, but it didn't matter where it was. Any valet, no one should ever see that. No one should probably ever hear it. And I can't believe I've said it, but that is amazing. I mean, yeah, I just love this image happen. of you turning up to like Sunningdale or something and then you give your car to them and then they, they realise it's Beef Johnston's got given his car and he's got this disgusting <laughs> habit that he does. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure how we move on from that, but I'll try. I've got a couple more questions. Um, <laughs> um, what is the one thing, Beef, you're thinking as you step back into the arena and your mindset before that opening tee shot, Claude Yobbo Reed asks, "What what's the one thing you're focusing on for that first shot? I think the target is the key. So like really sort of focusing on target where you're going. And like, that's kind of when you get nerves or any doubts in your head or any sort of, yeah, odd doubts that kind of pop up, then it's to concentrate on what you're doing and what yeah. shot you're hitting and really sort of focus on that. What shot you're going to hit and where you're going to hit it is key. Um, we've got a question here from Jake Jones who asks, uh, can we build a cinema room at Beef's Golf Club so that we can have a member's screening for the Mighty Beef's return? That's a good idea. We've never had a cinema room at Beef's Golf Club, have we? Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'd love a cinema room. Yeah. Like you say, you could watch all the golf on there, all the sport. You could do movie nights. Yes. You have Caddyshack night. Happy Gilmore playing. What's Caddyshack night? You never watched Caddyshack? No, I don't think so. Is that a film? Yeah, I think that's potentially worse than the bogey board. <laughs> if if you're a golfer, everyone, everyone, or most people have watched Caddyshack. That's a Christmas film to watch. Right, it's the perfect Christmas film. Watch it over Christmas. 
Okay, I'll write that down. I need to add that to the list of go to find golden tea or whatever it is that, that no one else has heard of. And uh, apparently that's something that everyone should know and that you're the only person, you and Billy Horshaw, the only person who'd heard of it. Yeah, you're about to get bombarded <laughs> on social media for that. <laughs> Okay, Caddyshack, uh, Beef needs a new producer. Anyway, um, I've got a couple of golfing would-you-rathers here, Beef. This is quite fun. Um, this is from Kiddle10. Would you rather win the event on your comeback this weekend or make a top 50 finish, but Mark Wahlberg notices you're back and invites you over for dinner to celebrate? That's a great question. <laughs> no, win the event, 100%. He's pied me off. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, but this is saying that he would then notice you and, like, it'd all be forgotten, no? I'm not so sure. But surely, surely if I win the event rather than finish 50th, I'm more likely that he's going to invite me over for a barbecue. That is true. I think what uh, Kiddle 10 is saying is that if you win the event, Mark Wahlberg, for some reason, hasn't noticed you. So, therefore, it's not happening. But, yeah, in theory, if he's watching anyway, surely your chances would be fine. (laughs) Win the event, 100%. This one is from Alexander James Day. We all know how sacred beef holds a club sandwich. So I want to know, would you rather never have a club sandwich again? Oh my God. Or never three putt or worse again? What a question. Evil question. (laughs) Alexander James Day. It's evil. How do you go about that? Well, since I've been told I'm fat a few times, (laughs) I'd say it's never three putt. It's got nothing to do with the golf. Just just never three-putt again. Uh, yeah, but babe, never have a club sandwich ever again. Like, that's your favourite thing. Oh, yeah, but you can you can swerve that big time, right? Mm. Doesn't say there's nothing on that thing there that says steak sandwich. That's true. Nothing on there that sort of says pork pork sandwich. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. So I'd give up a club sandwich to never three-putt again, 100%. What about if it was a choice between becoming vegetarian and never three-putting again? Oh, I said that question was evil. Now you've made it a lot worse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking about I'm thinking about all the chickpeas, lentils <laughs> against never three-putting. I have to get back to you on that one. I can't yeah. answer that. <laughs> I've upped the stakes too far. Um Mark Laming asks, what special gift would you give to the physio trailer if you get through four rounds? Rooting for you, Beef. Yeah, the gift would be some incredibly tight calves. Really tight back. That would be the gift I'd give the physio, yeah. If I get through four rounds, the physio's going to be in pieces. Do you notice it? You know, you said this course is obviously a really long one as well. Do you generally feel afterwards, like in, in your legs and all that sort of stuff, is, is it generally physically demanding on your body playing four rounds? Like, I've never played four rounds in a row and a lot of amateurs haven't. Like by the end of that day, is it, are you really in bits? Yeah, you can be, especially when it's hot. And yeah, this, this is long, long walk. Um, yeah. Quite hilly too. It, do, it does have an effect, 100%. Yeah. It's if you play like a smaller flat golf course and stuff and it's quite easy walking, I'd say Dubai is quite an easy walk. It, it's not yeah. too bad because it's a nice temperature and it's fairly flat. Here's, yeah, long long walks. And then what you don't see on telly a lot of the time is the walks from the greens to tee. So some, there's two, 300-yard walks. Yeah. So it's like another hole in between walking to the next hole and it does yeah as I said the heat and stuff you've got to 
kind of rest and recover well and be like sensible and you you watch a lot of players like after their rounds in this kind of weather conditions only maybe hit a few balls or spend half an hour at the range and then get out of there and rest because you can do too much especially places like when it gets really hot in like Malaysia and stuff I remember like I've played didn't even go and practice after I just went yeah. straight back to the room and basically took a load of hydration tablets and because it was so hot what have you got in the bag in the way of hydration tablets for uh, the first day on Thursday? I don't know what they are. Hydration tablets. I've got no idea. The opposite to a pint. <laughs> I would say, yeah, the anti-pint. Yeah. yeah that's, that's another thing as well. Sometimes, like, a couple of times I've been stupid and, like, if I've had, like, a bad Saturday or something, I've had, like, three or four pints and that does not help in this weather either. Like, it just dehydrates you even more. So, yeah, you've got to be careful and sensible here. Absolutely. Um, this is a good question from Matthew Bell. Uh, he asks, what brand of socks will you be wearing for your uh, opening game, Beef? I mean, I have no idea why he wants to know that, but it's a good question. Well, it'd be Puma. Yeah. They're going to be Puma socks, of course. Um, I've got into a thing, though, wearing socks, of not wearing ankle socks when I play. And that's even with shorts, because I've really got used to a certain thickness of socks. Wow. So, it, like, I have to wear, like, the same, like, long socks, and, like, they're fairly thick. Not ankle socks. I find the shoes, I, I like the shoes feeling quite snug. Your feet must be, like, proper, like, sweaty, though, in 30-odd degree heat if you're wearing long, thick socks. What's the difference? They're going to sweat anyway in ankle socks. Well, yeah, good good point, I guess. <laughs> and a question here from Harry Sansby Beef uh, to finish off. He says, would love to know what Beef's expectations are for himself for this first competitive outing. Best of luck. Oh, let's see. This is, yeah, this is, as I said, my, not my issue, it's how my brain works, where I think you can go and compete, but I have to be realistic as well. Like, it's been a long time out as well. So I think my expectations get through four rounds and my hand feeling good after four rounds. That'd be my expectation. Can you tell everyone, obviously, Obviously, you're coming back this weekend for the first time in ages. And in all seriousness, how excited are you to to get to that first tee and play this weekend? Yeah, massively. Yeah, it's been it's been so long, and it's not just about like this event. You know, coming back and playing one event and then having seven eight months off again hasn't been easy. I think um, how I want to look at if I can play twenty five to thirty events this year. And really like put in some good work because I know where my game was in 2021 and I started to yeah. play some really good golf. If I can do that and sort of practice well during the season, manage sort of, I, I, I always feel like I don't practice well enough at sort of events or even at home and enough sort of drills and, and games. So I'm going to really try and work hard on that and try and take it from that practice in, into the tournaments. And, you know, it, I've got to look at a bigger picture. Because I always yeah. look at the first event like this and I jump at it and think, right, we've got to do well this event. We've got to do well and look at the big picture and do well. And hopefully, like, I've got high expectations for the whole season. Um, yeah. Not necessarily one event. And how are you going to celebrate if you uh, if you get through four rounds and uh, and it's a good weekend? Oh, it's got to be... It has to be a, a good steak here or a good bit of meat and a glass of wine here because the wine's good oh. here. has to be. Um, well, and final message from nine-year-old Harry C, who says, haven't got a question, Beef. Just good luck from North Mid Juniors. That's sweet. 
yeah i know harry know harry well um all the juniors there they've done really well as well they've done well in their um their junior their team event for north mid as well so well done to them and definitely i'll see him soon man on the on the putting green or somewhere i think all our members are going to be absolutely buzzing to see you back beef um will we be seeing the beef golf club logo on the bag when you get back out there i've got the same bag so it's there man yeah it's on there. excellent and uh, what a chance of us seeing you in some Beast Golf Club merch as well on telly at some point. <laughs> Do you know what? I haven't I haven't got the shirt with me. What? Yeah, I've had a shocker. I've oh, had an absolute shocker. Um, this is punishment for me for not giving you any Beast Golf Club golf balls. It's just punishment for not reminding me. You know what I'm like, right? Yeah, that's an oversight from me. <laughs> I can't spin that on you. I've had an absolute clanger here. Shit. Oh. You'll see it in Dubai. That's where we'll see it in Dubai next. Okay, we'll have to get some stuff sent over so you've got backups for next time. Um, well, Beef, honestly, everyone at Beast Golf Club can't wait to see you back out. So um, do you reckon we'll be able to do an episode next week to see how you get on? Yeah, I can't see why not. Hopefully it's on the Monday, not over the weekend. Yeah, if it's recording on Saturday, then we won't. we probably won't do that one, will we? <laughs> Cheers, mate. I can't wait to be out there. And everyone, I hope you have a good week. And we will see you next time. Take care, everyone. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.